The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. You have friends in high places. The Ascended Masters, saints and sages of East and West, have walked where you walk. They know the trials and challenges you face, and they offer clear and practical tools for overcoming human limitations and guiding you back to the heart of God through your ascension. This is The Open Door. Come along with us as we explore the teachings of the Ascended Masters. Here are the hosts for The Open Door, Ross Brunson and Tom Schumacher. Well, greetings, everyone, and thank you once again for joining us today. You are tuned to The Open Door, the Internet voice of the Summit Lighthouse, where we publish and practice the teachings of the Ascended Masters. I'm Tom Schumacher. And I'm Ross Brunson. Today our focus is soul travel and healing. Yeah, this is where we explore what the soul does while we sleep. What it does, where Mm -hmm. it goes, and why. Yeah, and I would imagine that some of our listeners who have tuned in before might have heard us talking about the etheric retreats of the Ascended Masters. Right, Tom. You know, we've, we've spoken of this vast network of etheric retreats that circle the globe. It's where the Ascended Masters not only reside, but where many of them actually hold what we know of as the Universities of the Spirit. And we, you and me, and lots of others, routinely attend these universities in our finer bodies. Right, our light or soul bodies. Mm -hmm. And, you know, while we might not remember where we've been or what we studied in these Universities of the Spirit... Our souls certainly do. Mm, Universities, learning, is there homework? (laughs) Without a doubt. You know, what we learn in the retreats is meant to be absorbed and applied. In fact, it is possible to bring the aura of the masters and their retreats to those whom we meet each day. So how come we don't really remember our trips to these etheric retreats? Well, you know, I I don't really either, to be honest, but there are a lot of people who do. Mm -hmm. You know, thinking about this, actually, it's possible that we do, in fact, remember our attendance in these retreats. You know, haven't you ever awakened in the morning and had a sense that you just returned from somewhere familiar, you know? Mm -hmm. Like maybe you thought it was from a dream. Well, I've had that sense before, especially when I was younger. Well, you know, Ross, Mm -hmm. I bet your daughter's probably said something about this to you. You know, she has. she woke up one morning and she, and uh, we had never really talked to her about the like the tall pines of Darjeeling and that kind of thing. And she <laughs> described where she had been as having many tall pine trees and, and, and white rooms and things like that. Sounded good to me. Wow. Well, you know, my children, when they were little, they would describe their travels while they thought they were dreaming. And I realized now that they were actually describing their experiences in the inner retreats. Hmm. And, and they probably didn't think much of it because it <laughs> just seemed so natural and normal to them. Well, you know, that's probably just how our own souls feel about the experience. You know, it's really quite natural and normal. And it's just our human minds that might have difficulty grasping the experience. And this difficulty of the human mind to grasp the reality of the etheric retreats is especially baffling, frankly, Mm -hmm. since our true home is in these etheric cities and retreats of light to begin with. So, accepting that these etheric retreats of the Ascended Masters are real, what do we study there? Well, the Ascended Masters tell us that our souls are tutored in cosmic law and other subjects important to advancement on the spiritual path. Okay, so what if we lose our minds completely and don't want to go? <laughs> don't want to go. Well, you know, actually, that's a good question for Sidney Bennett. Uh-huh. He's going to be with us in a bit. 
And but, you know, I'd say given the nature of free will, the choice is ours whether or not we want to attend the retreats. So some people might notice that we're pretty matter of fact about talking about this. <laughs> yeah, I know. Just another day at the spiritual office. Right. You know, well, in fact, for us, this has become very real and natural. But I can imagine that there are some listeners who are really shaking their heads right now, wondering just what planet we're from. Well, that's an entirely different show, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, good. Now we got them really confused. <laughs> All right. Let's get back on track. Please, let's, please. Approach, let's approach the subject of the soul's relationship with these etheric retreats from a totally different angle. Good idea. You know, while we change our bodies, every embodiment, mm -hmm. we don't change our souls, which means that our souls can and oftentimes are quite old. Yeah, you know, and our souls are uh, also quite thirsty for the knowledge that will someday lead to them becoming fully and finally immortal. You're talking about the ascension, of course. Yeah. So is it any wonder that our souls have chosen to go where that knowledge is the most readily available? Yeah, the etheric retreats of the ascended masters. Right. Okay, question. <laughs> okay. Does every soul who wishes to go to the retreats actually get there? Huh. Well, you know, actually, that's another great question for Sydney. <laughs> we'll pile him up on him. Yeah, we are. We're going to pile up on him today. But I believe, like any school, there's a time for classes to begin and a time for classes to end. So there's a schedule. And maybe if yeah. you're late to class, you might not get in. And that might be a lesson, too. Uh, yeah, yes, indeed. <laughs> Can you pick the retreat that you want to attend? You know, we are really setting Sydney up for this week's Q&A, sure. aren't we? <laughs> but, yes, we can ask to go to the retreat of our choice. But that brings up another important point to be made here about the etheric retreats in our souls. Mm -hmm. The retreats are also where we hopefully abide while we are in between embodiments. Ah, okay. Mm -hmm. So the soul is most likely to go to the retreat where the greatest learning is that can be gotten for preparation for your next embodiment. Right. That's an interesting concept to study up for an embodiment. You betcha. You know, mm -hmm. get, get ahead of the curve. Right. And what's learned there will be available to the soul in its next incarnation for sure. Good. Well, speaking of available learning, mm -hmm. the title of today's show is, of course, Soul Travel and Healing. And Healing. Yeah. Right. Souls not only go to the etheric retreats to learn, they also go there to rest and heal. Sure. You know, certain embodiments can be very rough on a soul. I'll you say. Know. Did you know that Mother Mary and Archangel Raphael have a healing retreat in the etheric octave over Fatima, Portugal? Over Fatima? That makes a lot of sense. It does. Mm -hmm. And did you know that you can make a call to the healing angels? to be taken to this retreat and enter communion with thousands upon thousands of healing angels. Uh, not only that, but Mother Mary holds in her heart the immaculate image for each and every one of us, she meaning does. that she knows us in our most perfect state. Which is a beautiful basis for bringing about perfect healing. Right. We're going to learn more about this in our next segment when we'll hear Elizabeth Clara Prophet expanding and expounding on the concepts of soul travel, etheric retreats, and what goes on there. Yeah, you know, and going back to the question of the reality of these etheric retreats, here's our friend Terry Kennedy reading an excerpt from our book, The Masters and Their Retreats. The retreats are real. After journeying to the retreats of the masters in her finer body and returning to write about them, Elizabeth Clare Prophet said, I want you to know that these retreats are real, that the ascended masters are real, that the Elohim, the archangels, and the Chohans are real. The information that we have been given is so fantastic and so startling that at the same time we hear it, we feel the carnal mind and the whole momentum of the hordes of darkness resisting the reality and the tangibility of this knowledge and the practicality of it and what can be done with it. We must realize the implications of this knowledge. God has set up these force fields of the etheric retreats as highly concentrated centers of light so that we could appeal to the masters and invoke their light for the liberation of the planet. It has been said that there is enough violet flame energy anchored in the retreats of the violet flame masters on the planet 
to free the earth entirely and bring it into the golden age of Aquarius. It only remains for mankind to invoke that energy and that flame. Nothing else stands in the way of the victory. The key is the invocation. For God is already here, but by cosmic law, the forces of light cannot interfere in this plane unless we ask them to help, unless we call to them for assistance. Why is that? Because we are given free will to function in this physical plane. This plane of being was turned over to us. And in order for God and the Masters to enter into this, our domain, we have to give them the authority to do so, consciously and by our own free will. Free will means that we have the opportunity to return to God the authority in this level that He gave to us. We have to say, In the name of the Christ, I call forth the seven mighty Elohim, the archangels, and the Chohans of the rays, to release the full gathered momentum of the flames anchored in their retreats into my being and world and throughout the planet Earth for the victory of the light. Such invocations need to be made daily. As they are given, we will see enlightenment, liberation, freedom, the fulfillment of the law of being, and ultimately a golden age upon our beloved planet. There are many ways to make such calls. For example, Jesus taught His disciples to pray, Thy will be done, Thy kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. And this is the goal. There is already a kingdom of light, a kingdom of heaven, on this planet in the etheric octave. And the more we know about the retreats and the etheric cities and what they look like, the more we remember of our experiences there, the more we can begin to outpicture them in our homes and work environment, in our cities and nations. As we create more heavenly environments for life on earth, eventually we will bring heaven to earth. The Master Hilarion says, a place must be prepared on earth for the masters, for their coming, and for the disciples attending their coming. As each home of light resembles more and more the etheric retreats of the brotherhood, so there is the meeting of heaven and earth, and there is the open door to the path of the ascension, whereby worlds are transcended, and the soul that is born in matter is born again in spirit. Thus, prepare the place, prepare the manger for the birth of the Christ. Prepare the home where the eagles will gather together. You can walk in the footsteps of the masters who have gone before you. You can walk the earth as an ascending one. You can bring the aura of the masters and their retreats to those whom you meet each day. You can change your life and the lives of those around you. And at the conclusion of a life of service, you can reunite with God in the ritual of the ascension. You can become an ascended master and return to your home in the etheric cities and retreats of light. Do you like the show? Do you want to hear your question read live on the air? We'd love to enlist your help in building our future shows. Your feedback and questions are key to making sure we provide the information that will be most useful to you, our listeners, now and in the future. Send your questions, comments, and especially your experiences with the show to webradio at tsl.org. When we return, Doug Kenyon interviews Elizabeth Clare Prophet about spiritual retreats, meeting the Ascended Masters, healing angels, healing mantras, and much more. Please stay tuned. Awakened Media for a Transforming World. Seventh Wave Network. 
These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. On the spiritual quest, our upward journey hinges on four basic questions. Who am I? Why am I here? Where am I going? How do I get there? Who are you? You are a spiritual being, a child of God. And when you recognize this, your whole world changes for the better. No matter where you are or who you're with, the power of this inner knowing will compel you to come up higher. Why are you here? To master your human nature, fulfill your divine purpose, and become one with God. Where are you going? Simply put, you are returning home to the heart of God, where your soul's journey began so very long ago. How do you get there? Follow the Ascended Masters. These great saints and sages of East and West have walked where you walk. They are committed to helping you to find your way home. And their teachings are always practical. Our goal on The Open Door is to keep the spiritual journey as simple and uncomplicated as possible so that all who choose can walk this path with confidence and certainty. The Open Door is live every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern. And we are the Summit Lighthouse, the pathway of your ascension. For more, visit www.tsl.org. Be extraordinary. Seventh Wave Network. are listening to The Open Door, hosted by Ross Brunson and Tom Schumacher. If you have a question or comment about our series, please send your emails to webradio at tsl.org. That's webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to The Open Door. Welcome back. In this segment, we'll hear Elizabeth Clare Prophet tell us how to get ourselves or a loved one to the etheric healing temple, how to prepare ourselves to gain the most benefit from our time in the etheric retreats, and more. Tell us more about the healing masters and their etheric retreats. We were talking about some of these healing masters and the etheric retreats, and I think that our listeners should know that these retreats are very real, even though they are on what is called the etheric plane. That etheric plane corresponds to the etheric body, which we described earlier this week as the fire body. The etheric plane is the place where our souls abide during periods of rest between incarnations. We may also go to the etheric plane while our bodies sleep at night. The soul in the etheric body may take its leave of the physical temple and journey to these retreats of the brotherhood and specifically to the healing retreats when it is healing that we are seeking. For instance, there is a healing retreat of the beloved Mother Mary and the Archangel Raphael. This retreat is over the city of Fatima, Portugal. When I say over, I mean in the etheric plane. And so you don't have to physically journey to Fatima for healing, but you may make a call to the Blessed Virgin 
to Mother Mary and to the Archangel Raphael to be taken there while you are asleep at night to enter into communion with the healing angels. And there are thousands upon thousands of healing angels that serve under Mother Mary and Archangel Raphael. Were you to go to this temple, you would be taught the use of the science of the spoken word and meditation upon the immaculate image of your being, which Mother Mary holds in her heart for everyone upon earth. You would be taken into a special room in the healing temple where meditations are given and where souls come from all over the world to work with this science. You might be taught a mantra such as the following. I am God's perfection manifest in body, mind, and soul. I am God's direction flowing to heal and keep me whole. O atoms, cells, electrons within this form of mine, let heaven's own perfection make me now divine. The spirals of Christ's wholeness enfold me by his might. I am the master presence, commanding be all light. I am God's perfect image. My form is charged by love. Let shadows now diminish. Be blessed by comfort's dove. O atoms, cells, electrons within this form of mine, let heaven's own perfection make me now divine. The spirals of Christ's wholeness enfold me by his might. I am the master presence, commanding be all light. O blessed Jesus, master dear, send thy ray of healing here. Fill me with thy life above, raise me in thine arms of love. O atoms, cells, electrons within this form of mine, let heaven's own perfection make me now divine. The spirals of Christ's wholeness enfold me by his might. I am the master presence, commanding be all light. I am Christ's healing presence, all shining like a mercy sun. I am that pure perfection, my perfect healing one. O atoms, cells, electrons within this form of mine, let heaven's own perfection make me now divine. The spirals of Christ's wholeness enfold me by his might. I am the master presence, commanding be all light. I charge and charge and charge myself with radiant I am light. I feel the flow of purity that now makes all things right. O atoms, cells, electrons within this form of mine, let heaven's own perfection make me now divine. The spirals of Christ's wholeness enfold me by his might. I am the master presence, commanding be all light. This is a mantra which was given to Mark Prophet by Mother Mary. He wrote it down for those of us who may not remember the mantras that we are given in the inner temples. The recitation of this mantra puts one in attunement with the consciousness of Mother Mary because these are her words which were dictated to the messenger. 
it's really very exciting to work with the healing masters and with the healing angels. They have given us a number of these decrees and mantras, which we are using each Wednesday evening when we have our healing service and our Watch With Me One Hour with Jesus. What time is that service? It's at 7 o'clock, and it usually continues until 9, and it's an informal service, but it is especially for the praying for the sick. We receive requests for prayer, for healing from all over the world. And during the week, these are placed in our healing chalice. Each Wednesday evening, we offer this chalice unto God. And we pray to God through Jesus Christ and all of the healing masters to send healing not only to those who have requested it in this form, but to all those who are praying for healing anywhere in the world. Our listeners can feel welcome to write in the name of a loved one, and we will place it in our healing chalice. What does one do to get oneself or a loved one to the healing temples? It is very important to pray to God and to Jesus, to Mother Mary, to take one's soul to these healing temples. Offering a simple prayer before retiring at night may accomplish this, or it may not. And the reason it may not is because sometimes people's consciousness is so dense that their souls actually cannot navigate free from their own emotions or their own mental concepts about why this is not possible or why they cannot get there or perhaps just the general densities and the effluvia of the world. This is why those who would like to experience on the inner planes meetings with the Ascended Masters and the attending of classes that are held in these retreats need to begin now to give the heart, head, and hand decrees which are in our Science of the Spoken Word book. We need to be decreeing each day so that our temples, our vehicles, are becoming lighter and lighter and therefore we can gravitate to the higher octaves of the Spirit instead of to the lower astral planes because these astral planes have the effect upon consciousness of restless nights, sleeplessness, nightmares, and one can feel when one reawakens in the morning that one is not refreshed, one has not returned from a high experience, but one is once more burdened again with the cares of the day and the previous day and so on. Is it possible for someone who's in a great deal of pain to benefit from these opportunities? Our listeners who may be experiencing the burden of intense pain or a great illness will find solace in the dictations of the Ascended Masters which we have recorded and which are available. Also, it would be well to have a loved one secure the heart, head, and hand decrees and give these decrees in the room with the beloved one who is ill. There are many invocations and decrees for wholeness contained in our decree book which may also be secured and family and friends may diligently pursue these invocations where the one who is ill cannot do so for himself. It is simply important to know that God is present now in the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit to transfer to you, dear heart, the love that will produce your wholeness. Even if there has been a past sin or karma or misuse of energy, the decision now to become one with God is the key to your wholeness. That decision and the follow-up of the uses of God's energy will ensure for you, whatever the stage of your condition, a better resurrection 
and an eternal reunion with God here and now or in the life to come. I'd like to offer a prayer for healing on behalf of all those who are listening who require healing or who have friends who do. And I'd like to ask our listeners to insert the name of a loved one at the appropriate place in the prayer. In the name of the beloved, mighty, victorious presence of God, which I am, and by and through the magnetic power of the sacred fire vested in the threefold flame burning within my heart, I call to Almighty God and I decree. O Cyclopea, Jesus dear, Mother Mary so sincere, come we now before thy flame to be healed in God's own name. Stand we in this place in time, invoking now thy healing chime. Tone of golden radiance, tinged with brilliant healing green, pouring comfort through the earth, perfection so serene. Come, O love, in holy action, give us now God's satisfaction. By the power of holy healing, in perfection's flame now sealing. I am holding. Here insert the name of your loved one. Before thy presence here, shed thy love ray forth upon him. Release thy blessing, dear. I would like to mention that the flame of healing is a brilliant emerald green and it should be visualized as a pulsating flame around the one for whom you are seeking God's healing love this day. This healing flame of brilliant green is used in conjunction with the violet flame. The violet flame is for the removal of the cause and core of the condition, and the healing flame is for the bringing of God's energies into alignment once again. We'd like to urge everybody who, want to get, who wants to get a copy of The Science of the Spoken Word to go to tsl.org forward slash 104, where you can get a copy of that. Up next, our weekly Q&A, and today, once again, we're joined by Sidney Bennett. Please stay with us. Your online community for positive change. Seventh Wave Network. On the spiritual quest, our upward journey hinges on four basic questions. Who am I? Why am I here? Where am I going? How do I get there? Who are you? You are a spiritual being, a child of God. And when you recognize this, your whole world changes for the better. No matter where you are or who you're with, the power of this inner knowing will compel you to come up higher. Why are you here? To master your human nature, fulfill your divine purpose, and become one with God. Where are you going? Simply put, you are returning home to the heart of God, where your soul's journey began so very long ago. How do you get there? Follow the Ascended Masters. These great saints and sages of East and West have walked where you walk. They are committed to helping you to find your way home. And their teachings are always practical. Our goal on The Open Door is to keep the spiritual journey as simple and uncomplicated as possible so that all who choose can walk this path with confidence and certainty. The Open Door is live every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern. And we are the Summit Lighthouse. 
the pathway of your ascension. For more, visit www.tsl.org. To perform at your maximum potential, you need to have all aspects of your life working properly. On Mind, Brain, and Body, Dr. Michael John Kell will bring you honest, open discussions concerning your physical, mental, and financial health. If you're ready to find purpose and meaning in your life, tune in to Mind, Brain, and Body every Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific. Mind, Brain, and Body on Voice America Health and Wellness. Radio dedicated to your health, wealth, wisdom, and purpose. Listening on a higher dimension. Seventh Wave Network. You are listening to The Open Door, hosted by Ross Brunson and Tom Schumacher. If you have a question or comment about our series, please send your emails to webradio at tsl.org. That's webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to The Open Door. We're back, and joining us is Sydney Bennett. Hi, Sid. Gentlemen. Hi, Sid. Let's begin with a question we posed earlier in the program. What if we don't want to go to the retreats? <laughs> as odd as that is, can we override our soul's desire? Well, I, you know, I can't imagine why we wouldn't want to. <laughs> but, uh, yes, free will reigns supreme. Mm-hmm. But you have to think of it this way. If you don't go to the etheric treats at night, where do you go? Well, you end up in a place called the astral plane, mm-hmm. which can be very dark and very negative and so forth. So to me, it's not really a choice. But I wanted to just make a comment here about our souls, because it's our souls that travel there at night. And we need to think about our souls as our inner child. And we need to be kind to our souls. Our souls have knowledge of every embodiment, of everything we've ever done in this and previous lifetimes. And so the soul is very anxious to get on with the union with God. And when we don't make those attempts or when we ignore the needs of the soul, the soul is in pain. And obviously the soul wants to go to the etheric retreats, wants to learn, wants to grow. And we could do the things in our outer conscious and mind that will help us get there. So remember to be kind to your soul and think of it as someone, even as a child, that needs healing, love, and care. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, another question that we raised earlier was, do all souls who desire to travel to the etheric retreats actually get there? Well, unfortunately, they don't. And as Mrs. Prophet talked about, there's different levels of energy. And there's the physical plane, obviously, we're in. There's what's called the astral plane, which is generally of a lower vibration and can be very low. There's 33 levels of that going from, you know, relatively... Uh, negative, shall we say, down to the the darkest hell you can Mm. possibly imagine. But then there's 33 levels of the etheric. Um, Mm -hmm. And obviously, once you get up to 33, it's very close to God and so forth in different levels. So um, what you have to do is you have to have a certain buoyancy or light to take you where you want to go. And if you're weighted down with burdens in the physical body by um, misuse of uh, substances or by heavy food or by going to bed uh, angry and that type of thing, mm-hmm. you just can't get enough light to get you up there. And so even though you may want to go at some level, some people don't make it. You know, you mentioned 33 levels of the etheric plane. Is there um, uh, any indication as to what level these etheric retreats exist at? Well, I, you know, I'm not sure exactly, but I think, you know, there can be different levels and different retreats. And mm-hmm. so there might be areas where you have to have a certain amount of light or attainment to get there and other areas where of lesser that you, you can attend. Um, so I think it's, it's very logical and there's nothing uh, mysterious about it. Again, it's a coefficient of light and energy which determines where you can go. Yeah, um, I, w- I wonder if there are certain etheric retreats that are actually closer to the physical that we might be aware of than others. 
Well, I think, for example, uh, over the Grand Teton Mountain Range in Wyoming is what's called the Royal Teton Retreat, mm -hmm. which is where the Karmic Board of Spiritual Overseers reside. It's a very active retreat mm -hmm. of the Ascended Masters. And when you go there, and you can almost sense and feel the beauty of that place and the presence of light. It almost seems physical sometimes. You know, a lot of us have that experience here. You know, our, our ranch, our headquarters is called the Royal Teton Ranch, you exactly. know, in honor of that particular etheric retreat. Mm, so right. A lot of people really say they feel it here. Yeah. So <clears throat> can we choose which retreat we want to visit? You know, can we, can we form an affinity with a particular retreat and always go there? And, you know, how do we do this? Well, I mean, I think you can think of the seven Chohans of the Rays, which are the Ascended Master that sponsor the seven Rays and, and hold the office of the Chohan or Lord of those Rays. They each have a retreat. We can go there for specific needs. Now, Archangel, uh, uh, on the Healing Rays, you can go to uh, Mother Mary's retreat and uh, Archangel Raphael's retreat. Hilarion, who was embodied as the Apostle Paul, is actually the Chohan of that ray. And so it depends what your needs are. Um, and if you have to bone up, so to speak, on a certain area where you're weak, you can choose to go that. But beyond that, there is a very organized course of study. We will go to every one of these retreats over a period of time and learn certain things on those rays, not only generically that everyone needs to know, but perhaps what you need to know individually mm -hmm. and to master. Yeah. You know, I, I remember um, thinking about this sometime back when I was first introduced to the teachings. It had to do with being out of my body, you know, when I'm sleeping mm -hmm. and worrying about whether or not I might be able to find my way back or not. Uh -huh. So the, the question that I'd like to pose to you is, when our souls leave our bodies, are they escorted? I mean, do we have an angel that uh, is with us to make sure that we get there and back? Well, well, one of the prayers we can give every night is for the holy angels to take us to the etheric retreats. Mm -hmm. And, and mm -hmm. there, as I said, a systematic one uh, program where you go to various ones. It's 14-day cycles, and you can look up the dates of those. But you can also be taken to the one where you need most to go or something that you're drawn to. But it's very important that you make a conscious effort to be taken to these retreats, and as Mrs. Prophet mentioned, to ask the angels to take you. Because to get to those retreats, you do have to pass through the uh, astral plane, mm -hmm. which can be very dark and, and very negative, and you don't want to get stuck there and, <laughs> and, and, not, and not make it to class, so to speak. Yeah, no kidding. Well, no, no spiritual flat tires on the way there. No. <laughs> so, so we talked about that a little bit. You know, mm -hmm. that, what, <laughs> when we arrive late at the retreats, <laughs> who is it that would give us a little instruction on arriving. Well, it's interesting, but, <laughs> yeah. but every retreat essentially has a doorkeeper. Yeah. And you go there as the humble <laughs> student to learn. And one of the reasons that we don't stay up to all hours of the night is because, um, you know, you want to get to bed at a decent time. You need your physical rest. Mm -hmm. But you're also, you're with a certain mandala that you go with. Obviously, there's time zone issues here. And you <laughs> want to be there at a particular time to be with your group. And yeah. if you continually stay up late and miss that, you may not be able to get in. Wow, so there's actually a time limit based on where you live. Sure, and so that's why you just <laughs> use common sense and, and get your sleep and, and uh, prepare yourself to go to these retreats. So in, in, in bed by what time? <laughs> <laughs> you or me, I don't know. <laughs> Is there a curfew here? <laughs> and do I have to eat my broccoli? That's yeah, what I want. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. So. Okay, well, um, what do the masters say happens to the soul that does not make it to the retreats between embodiments? Well, again, I'll go back to this coefficient of light. You know, I love, I've given this quote before, but I love Edgar Casey's quote. He says, a dead Baptist is a dead Baptist. <laughs> um, in other words, you are who you are. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. 
when you make the transition from death. And so you will be you will be magnetized to the level of the light you have attained in your heart. It's a very simple equation. Mm-hmm. And of course you can get help from the ascended master, the angels who can help for it. We know that our, we can ask Archangel Michael to meet us as we leave our bodies in uh-huh. that transition called mm-hmm. death and go. help us to get the retreat. So the things you can do, but the reality is that um, you have to prepare yourself now. In other words, we just can't say, well, I'll take my chances, because unfortunately, if you don't have that buoyancy and that light and that work you've done, you may not make it to the etheric retreats between embodiments. And so you get stuck someplace, before, and then you do your next embodiment return, but you've had no opportunity to learn, no mm. opportunity to grow, no opportunity to have this tutelage. And so you really don't make progress. And what happens when you do make that transition, because you know, like attracts like, for instance, someone that is an alcoholic, is probably going to be magnetized to a place of the astral plane where there are alcoholics. And so it's kind of unfortunate, mm-hmm. but you realize how important it is mm-hmm. to, to, to do everything you can to break these things that you know are a burden and a, a weight upon your soul so that you can get up to the etheric. Well, but I, I, it is possible right. to make calls and prayers for loved ones that make the transition. They get taken to the etheric retreats. They get help. Archangel Michael, one of the things he and his band do at night is they go forth to the astral plane to try and rescue souls, to cut them free. Because they're caught there and they can't get loose. So there are ways to get out, but the best way is to prepare now so that you get to the highest possible level when you, we do leave your bodies. Yeah. Okay. So what can you tell us about the universities of the spirit? We, these, the subjects, who teaches them, how long is the typical term of, of a university of the spirit? Well, I think one thing we need to understand is that this is a great opportunity for our souls. Mm-hmm. It's only recently that these retreats have been open to unascended masters such as ourselves. There's uh, very few people of great spiritual attainment who would go and study at night, perhaps, but there has been what we call a dispensation, where it's now open to practically anyone that wants to apply. And so there could be tens of thousands of people going to these retreats at night and attending these classes. There's no shortage of space, I would add there. Um, <laughs> but the ascended masters will teach you certain angels. They'll bring in people with you know specialties on certain rays and energies and wisdom and understanding. It is like a university. And the idea is that you take the concepts and bring them back to you mm-hmm. in your body, even though you may not remember them next day, but you remember the concepts and bring them into your life. Mm-hmm. So we have two things that I think will be really helpful for everybody. We have a book, The Masters and Their Retreats, and we also have a website that's based on the book that's very easy to search and look at yeah. uh, called AscendedMastersSpiritualRetreats.org. If you, all, if you want to look at the book and you want to see the site, you can, it made it easy for you. Go to TSL.org forward slash radio show 33 cosmic number repeat that (laughs) tsl.org forward slash radio show 33 all one word Um, this is a very informative book it's it's almost an encyclopedia of the masters their etheric retreats and details about those retreats and the masters almost every master that we know of or can think of it's an incredible book i keep it from my bedside and i'll just pick up and read sections of it Mm -hmm. and i can't tell you what i've learned out of that but it's also interesting when the description of the retreats that mrs prophet and and mark prophet gave us and you can understand that they are very specialized very organized very beautiful places and focus of light. And, you know, it's really where we want to be. Um, you, I think we've all heard the stories of people that uh, have uh, the near-death experiences. They go over, and this is great, and all of a sudden somebody tells them they got to go back, and they say, whoa, I don't want to go back. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, we're here for a yeah, purpose right. to learn and to grow, but uh, I think we're all looking forward to the day when we can spend our existence in these retreats and, mm-hmm. and win our ascension and not have to deal with some of the challenges we all face. Yeah, thank you. You know, I, I want to go back a moment to something we were talking about just a few minutes ago, and this has to do with um, restlessness, sleeplessness, the nightmares, the things that 
can occur if we're spending a little bit of time in the astral plane. Is there something we can specifically do to prevent this from happening, even if we go to sleep, knowing that we've had maybe a little overload of caffeine or, you know, something else we put into our bodies that isn't exactly beneficial? Well, you certainly make the prayers, number Mm -hmm. one. Mm -hmm. And you try and make your peace with God before you go to sleep. And, you know, (laughs) let not the sun go down on your wrath. You don't want to be going to bed with anger or resentment towards anyone. Again, that will magnetize you to the wrong place. You want to be focusing on things, reading things of a spiritual nature, not of a a lower nature in terms of novels and books and so forth if you go to sleep. And we have an ashram ritual, which is a spiritual ritual that you can use to to help you get to the retreats. So Mm -hmm. it's it's scientific, but it's vibrational. It's, it's, It's kind of setting your house in order before you go to sleep, and having that willingness and prayer that the, the angels will take you. Well, you said the word I was hoping you would say, that this is scientific. This is the same thing that the, the, the um, decrees are alchemical formulas. So we can make a call, a specific call, that will actually help us to magnetize that too much which we want, rather than the things that we may be experiencing. So we, we, can, we can adjust. The one thing that a spiritual seeker cannot afford to be is passive. We can't let the waves of energy roll in and, and toss us to and fro. Yeah. We have to take a stand for the light, use the tools that have been given us, primarily the science of the spoken word, mm-hmm. observe proper diet and exercise and things we know are good for us, and, and, and not to let ourselves be taken, taken off the path. You know, We have to prepare for it. And know that there will be some opposition to you getting there. I mean, if you've studied the life of Padre Pio, mm-hmm. if no you more. see what happened to him at night when he tried <laughs> to get to sleep. you know. Mm-hmm. So that's why we called Archangel Michael. We do our prayers every day for his protection and it's all part of an equation but mm-hmm. passivity you know will not get us there mm-hmm. and and that's what we have to learn just saying well i love jesus is not enough you have to take the steps to anchor the light to magnetize the light to create mm-hmm. a buoyancy in your being to get your soul to rise up and to get to these retreats and it's you know momentum builds momentum yeah otherwise if you aim at nothing you hit it every time exactly exactly you know we my daughter and i as a family we we do a little prayer at night basically she wants to know you know where am i going and what's what's, what's going to happen there and things like that and so we make almost a little game out of it in a way and we talk about the retreat and what night it is and what the university of the spirit is and the qualities that are there and this is on the masters in their retreats mm-hmm, yeah. site you can actually download a chart the 14 day cycles of the universities of yeah, the spirit great, yeah it's right there at the top on the left column and just click on universities of the spirit and that's really helpful because it, it helps her understand what it is we're doing uh, she likes it she very much feels like she's going with the angels uh, mm-hmm. to the retreats of light. And I think that's a very comforting thing for children at night, <laughs> much less for grown-ups. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, um, it, it's comforting for all of us to know we can go to a place that's nice. You know, yes. that, um, We've been talking about diet and, and different things that can affect um, whether or not we can be admitted into the retreats and whether or not we're in the proper state to be there. But, I mean, is... We, we have the choice always, and one of the choices we unfortunately make is we look at ourselves and go, oh, you unworthy person, mm-hmm. you know, that I have this dietary problem, I eat too much sugar or whatever. One of the things I think we also would want to rid ourselves of as much as we can before going to the retreats is unworthiness. Unworthiness or a sense of self-condemnation, yeah. mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, we're all imperfect. We make mistakes. Clearly, we want to strive to do those things that will help us the most. But we have to be merciful to ourselves and our souls as well, and to know that God will meet us where we're at and help us yeah. get there. Well, you know, it's happened again. We've got to take a break. Don't go away. When we come back, we're going to continue our discussion of soul travel and healing with Sidney Bennett.
On the spiritual quest, our upward journey hinges on four basic questions. Who am I? Why am I here? Where am I going? How do I get there? Who are you? You are a spiritual being, a child of God. And when you recognize this, your whole world changes for the better. No matter where you are or who you're with, the power of this inner knowing will compel you to come up higher. Why are you here? To master your human nature, fulfill your divine purpose, and become one with God. Where are you going? Simply put, you are returning home to the heart of God, where your soul's journey began so very long ago. How do you get there? Follow the Ascended Masters. These great saints and sages of East and West have walked where you walk. They are committed to helping you to find your way home, and their teachings are always practical. Our goal on The Open Door is to keep the spiritual journey as simple and uncomplicated as possible so that all who choose can walk this path with confidence and certainty. The Open Door is live every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern. And we are the Summit Lighthouse, the pathway of your ascension. For more, visit www.tsl.org. Now there's a new destination for video content. VoiceAmerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7. VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us support you. Taking you to the threshold of a dream and beyond. Seventh Wave Network. You are listening to The Open Door, hosted by Ross Brunson and Tom Schumacher. If you have a question or comment about our series, please send your emails to webradio at tsl.org. That's webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to The Open Door. Well, we are back once again for our final segment and more discussion on the subject of soul travel and healing with Sidney Bennett. Well, thanks, Tom. As we said earlier, the etheric retreats are where our souls go between embodiments. Mm -hmm. I think we should make it clear that the etheric retreats are not some (laughs) form of purgatory, but rather beautiful focuses of light and vital flame energies. Just find this to be so? Absolutely. And I think we have to remember the grace and love of God Mm -hmm. that wants to care for our souls and our beings. And for instance, people that make a sudden transition through an accident or perhaps are killed in war, you can imagine what a shock that is to the psyche and the soul. And there are very specific angels that will work with these souls. They'll take them to healing centers and help them recover because it's a traumatic experience that they do carry with them from lifetime to lifetime. And so as we think of our very brave soldiers that may fall uh, by the wayside and lose their mm-hmm. lives, know that there are angels to care for them, to take them to healing places, and to uh, help them get ready for their next embodiment because they obviously have made a great sacrifice. Uh, uh, I've us. also heard, and I, I wanted to check with you and see if it's true, that when somebody undergoes a particularly traumatic passing, that sometimes they spend time in the retreats in, in a, as a smaller child, uh, in the smaller classrooms and things like that. Is that something? You, you know, it's whatever is the need of the soul. Mm-hmm. Sometimes souls, after a particularly traumatic lifetime, will actually sleep 
for a period of time. The soul needs to be at rest in an etheric retreat. And I think the core thing to know is how ready and willing God and the angels and the masters are to help us with whatever our need is. But we have to do our part. And so we have to make the effort from this side. If we want to make progress, we're here on earth for a purpose, not just to wait till we get there. Because we won't get there unless we do all the things we need to do here. And we want to get to the point by God's grace or our ascension, where we don't have to return to earth, <laughs> but we can continually working yeah. for God and for the brotherhood and for the people of light on this planet. Now, that's a promotion. That is the goal. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we said earlier that soul instruction in the etheric retreat centers on uh, cosmic law, healing, soul advancement. Uh, but the retreats are also places where light energy is invoked and concentrated for the liberation of the planet. You know, a kind of um, vital flame activism, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, ultimately, the goal there would be, as we said, I think um, Mrs. Prophet said, too, is bringing about the golden age. Right. A- absolutely. And again, this goes back to the choices we make. God has willed there be a golden age on this planet, as hard it is to believe with what we see going around us these days. <laughs> when, oh Lord. But that can yeah. come. But our part, we must do our part, which is, as Mrs. Prophet mentioned, take our free will, call down the light of God into this planet that is necessary to displace the darkness and to bring about the equation of this night as necessary for the golden age. And so, again, I'll go back to this. We just can't be passive. This is why we use the science of the spoken word. Mm -hmm. We give decrees every day for protection, for healing, for wholeness, but also just to draw down light. Light is the alchemical key that will save this planet, will save the economy. Nothing else will that I can see Mm -hmm. that will hold the balance against this karma that's coming on the earth. But we must take action individually for ourselves and for our planet. And I just want to say one thing here. This is not just a path where we're looking for our ascension so we can get out of planet Earth and mm-hmm. no longer have lower back pain so forth. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, what we're doing here, yes, to win our ascension mm-hmm. and lighten self-interest, but there are so many precious souls of light that may not be ready for these advanced teachings now, but they must have a place to evolve and, and to grow spiritually. And that's why we need to save this planet. It's not just for us, but it's for the children, for all the great people of God. And I think we've mentioned in the past, there's a new race coming forth, a new, a new batch of souls that want to embody on this planet. Yeah. But we have to do our part, and now is the time. Not next embodiment, not ten embodiments from now, but now. You know, it's not a stretch to say that we are warriors, and I don't think that we're being egotistical in that definition. But really, we hold a balance for people. The work that we do, the spiritual work that we do, whether it's here or in the retreats, is warrior-like. It is, because it's a discipline. It's a dedication. It's an affirmation. We're warriors of light, and that is our calling in this hour. Mm -hmm. God is the doer, but we must do our part in invoking that light and that power. And one thing that souls learn when they get to etheric retreats between embodiment is there's not much they can do there. There are some things um, that that need to be done in the physical, and that's why they have to come back to Earth to do it. So we're on Earth now. It's not that easy to get here. Mm -hmm. We're live in a place where we can practice these teachings uh, you know, we're not going to burn to the stake they used to do in the past. This is the time, and I think that's what we have to, you know, don't let the noise of the world. Might feel like it sometimes, yeah. but yeah, yeah. Don't let the noise of the world, the distraction, the response of the world keep us from what we need to do. Mm-hmm. And we can learn things in the retreats, then we must implement them in the physical plane. Yeah. So this this light we're talking mm-hmm. about, you know, that, that we can invoke, it has to be invoked in order for us to actually have the victory on the planet. In other words, the, the, the work that we're talking about, these things must be vocalized. They must come out in the physical. We must ask in order to be able to receive. Mm-hmm. I mean, so w- what's the best way to do this? Well, again, I think it's, uh, we talked many times about the science of the spoken word, invoking in the name of God, that light that comes from our I am presence, our causal bodies has fled through our being 24 mm-hmm. hours a day, and qualifying that light for the 
various needs of the hour. And, um, you know, we're going through a particularly challenging time in the economy right now. The economy needs violet flame. Oh, yeah. That will heal the economy. There's no solution, you know, to this mm-hmm. economy the way it is now in the debt. But there is a solution when we call forth the light. And, um, so, you know, we just have to realize that that is the key. It's not mm-hmm. the human mind figuring this out. It's the light of God that we invoke. Now, it's something I take for granted, but um, <clears throat> I want to check with this. It, when, when you're looking at something as big and as gnarly as the economy is right now, <laughs> and you're feeling very small, and how can I possibly make an effect? Isn't it true that the very best thing that we can do is sit down, do some decrees, make some calls, make some fiats, and that that's actually the best thing we possibly can do in that situation? It is, because think of things is an equation of light. The light must displace the darkness. And um, it's a coefficient of light. And when there's enough light, the solutions will come forth. Mm -hmm. Things will come into balance. And God can heal this economy, can heal this nation. We don't have to go through these extremely dark things, even though the karma is coming upon the earth, because we have the tools to mitigate it. God wants us to mitigate it. Mm -hmm. He wants Mm -hmm. us to be healed. He wants us to balance his karma. He wants us to learn our lessons. Mm -hmm. And, And, you know, they're just standing with bated breath, waiting for us to do the things we need to do, because they are much more eager than we are, in fact, for saving this planet and saving the people on this planet, because they see it all. Well, and and the angels are committed to... Helping us as soon as we ask. I mean, Absolutely. That's, that's their Instantaneous. Right. You know, it probably goes without saying that any soul that is yet to achieve her immortality is in need of healing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we understand that soul healing can be achieved both while we sleep and between embodiments, but how can we consciously assist our souls to heal during our waking hours? Well, I think that's a, you know, it's a combination of things. The physical things you do, if you have a physical ailment, there's things you, you need mm-hmm. to do to take care of that. I think there's a spiritual aspect where you invoke, as, as Mrs. Prophet mentioned, this intense emerald green light mm-hmm. that has a healing power. There's a healing thought form you can do. Mm-hmm. Spiritually is, is actually key to that. Sometimes we have to heal our psychology. We may need to work with someone to do that. But again, it's, um, it's a process. Um, and, you know, again, you know, passivity is the enemy of healing and enemy of any progress. And so what is different that the teachings of said in Masters, those other things, the physical and the psychology and so forth, you can get in the world. But it's that spiritual light, the specific healing light that you will need um, that will help you get past whatever it is has been a block to you. you know, what is that mantra that we know for the Keepers of the Flame fraternity? It's to do, to be, to dare. To know, to do. To, there and be silent. And, and I think what that is, is, you know, not necessarily to go out and broadcast everything to mm-hmm. the world, um, although we're doing that, will, hey. um, but to, to make that Star-star. inner progress, you know, and take mm-hmm. that step-by-step progress that you need to do and hold it in your heart and do things for the world. But it's active. It's active, yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah, and, and a lot of people get torn up into these things. I'm going to go out and protest and get arrested and all those things. I, I think probably the calls and the decrees are a little more effective in those well, situations. Well, absolutely. You know, do you want the God as the doer or do you want yourself as the doer? And again, we can be much more effective in helping alleviate the pain, the suffering, the problems of this world by invoking and drawing down the light of God, which we do on a daily basis. We have special services every week. You can make a difference. Because God can use you and your voice and the light in your heart to change things, to heal people, and to bring about this golden age, which really is a possibility on planet Earth. Amen. That's that's awfully powerful. And guess what, Ross? (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Another hour has just whizzed by. (laughs) Oh, once again, we ran out of time before we ran out of questions. It's amazing how that happens. You know, I want to thank Sidney Bennett again for his always stellar contributions to our far-ranging conversations. (laughs) You know, and we invite you to join us next time when we'll expand our discussion of the soul to embrace life's grand design. 
And please don't forget to send in your comments and experiences to webradio at tsl.org. And again, the story of your soul. Mm-hmm. Well, until we do, uh, yeah, there we go. The, we like are. I said, until we come back, <laughs> yeah. don't forget. Though the upward path may be difficult, the rewards are mm-hmm. out of this world. Thank you. Yeah. Again, for joining us this week for The Open Door. This program is broadcast live every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on 7th Wave Network. For more information about The Open Door and the Summit Lighthouse, please visit our website at www.tsl.org. We'll see you again next week.